Good morning and welcome to Montrose Fresh from the Montrose Daily Press. It's Monday, September 26th, and we're here to bring you a closer look at our top stories, events, and more that matter to us here in Western Colorado. Today, Delta Area Representative Matt Soper is asking the U.S. District Court to impose the maximum sentence on two women convicted of fraud related to the sale of human remains. Today's episode is brought to you by Elevate Internet. Whether it's for your home or your business, they offer the best speeds at the best price. Right now, if you refer a friend, you can get $25 off. Give them a call for more information at 844-386-8744 or visit them at elevateinternet.com. Now our feature story. Delta Area Representative Matt Soper is asking the U.S. District Court to impose the maximum sentence on two women convicted of fraud related to the sale of human remains. Megan Hess, owner of the former Sunset Mesa Funeral Directors in Montrose, and her mother, Shirley Koch, now face up to 20 years in federal prison after pleading guilty to mail fraud. It was all part of what federal prosecutors said was a scheme to obtain human remains for sale. Soper calls it the largest body-snatching case in American history. He said there are thousands of families and friends who have been impacted by what Megan Hess and Shirley Koch did in the Sunset Mesa atrocity. Hess operated the Mortuary and Crematory, Sunset Mesa, and Associated Business, Donor Services, which was described as procuring human remains for research purposes. In early 2018, following Reuters' expose on body brokering in the United States, the FBI served warrants at the funeral home. The funeral home closed days later, never to reopen. Hess ultimately surrendered her crematory and mortuary registrations to the state. Soon after the search warrants were served, people who made final arrangements for others through Sunset Mesa began reporting what the FBI had shared. Their loved ones had been harvested, in whole or in part, and sold without their knowledge or, in some cases, when only a partial donation had been approved upon the expectation of receiving back the deceased's ashes. Hess and Koch were federally indicted in 2020 on charges of mail fraud and violating hazardous materials, shipping regulations. In between the FBI raid and the indictments, dozens of people filed suit against Sunset Mesa funeral directors. But repeated delays in the criminal case frustrated several victims, as did the ultimate plea deals, a single count of mail fraud for a maximum sentence of 20 years for each woman. Prosecutors explained that even if the women had been convicted at trial of all six mail fraud counts, the maximum prison time would still have been 20 years. Hess and Koch are now scheduled to be sentenced on January 3, 2023. Soper shares the frustration of the victimized families and friends. He said he would have liked to see the women face more time. Soper isn't alone. Don Corum and other legislators championed laws reforming the funeral industry in Colorado. The Sunset Mesa case has changed the way people in the region now look at funerals and funeral homes. In the aftermath of the FBI action at Sunset Mesa, Corum and Representative Mark Catlin saw the passage of a law that limits to 10% the interest a person who owns a mortuary can hold in a non-transplant issue donation bank. After that came Soper's bill taking the offense level for abuse of a corpse from a misdemeanor to a felony. Most recently, Soper's Funeral Establishment and Crematory Inspect Act was signed into law earlier this year. This law allows state regulators to inspect funeral homes and their business records when a complaint is made. Previously, such inspections required mortuary owner consent. 
Soper is now seeking re-election and eyeing additional regulations for the funeral industry in Colorado. You can also stay up to date on Neighbor. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.montrosepress.com. Also, if you haven't already, check out our new show, Motown Knows. You can listen at montrosepress.com forward slash podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Next, people traveled the world, tasted diverse foods, and experienced new arts and languages, all without leaving Montrose on Saturday. The Ute Indian Museum, in partnership with event organizer Hispanic Affairs Project, opened its doors for Montrose's first culture fest, focused on celebrating, educating, and appreciating the diverse cultures making up the fabric of the community. There were booths run by individuals and organizations presenting cultural information. Guests also learned about art, history, cultural background, and ethnicities. Food options included Mexican and West African foods. The event also had a lineup of diverse performers that included local guitar artists, Nepalese music, and a poetry reading in the indigenous language, Huichal, from Mexico. Individuals from El Salvador, Guatemala, Peru, Mexico, Ukraine, and Thailand are among the various cultures that were represented over the weekend. That's all for today, and thank you for listening. For more information on any of these stories, visit us at MontrosePress.com. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, Elevate Internet. Visit them at ElevateInternet.com to learn more. For more than 137 years, the Montrose Daily Press has been dedicated to shining a light on all the issues that matter to our community. Go to MontrosePress.com to subscribe for just $1.99 per week for our digital edition. You'll get unlimited access to every story, feature, and special section. Thank you and remember to tune in again next time on MontrosePress.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.